I do believe you will find this is more than true. My bomb shelter is incomplete without you. You have the water. I have the dehydrated foods. Also, I love you. I have to. Tesla's wings. But first, the other day I saw a man crossing the street near a supermarket. He was wearing a backpack, and from the backpack hung a heavy chain. The chain trailed behind him for about 10 feet, where it was looped around a car tire through the rim. He dragged the tire behind him as he walked, the side of the tire scraping against the asphalt in a way no tire was designed for, an invention meant to alleviate burden, becoming itself a burden. And the tire was being destroyed, slowly, incrementally, with every step. And now, Tesla's wings. Nikola Tesla opened his hotel window to let the birds fly in and out. Two birds who had spent the night flew out. Three birds flew in. Pigeons, a type of dove, Tesla's favorite. Beautiful birds, but looked down upon by the city dwellers. Dwellers other than Tesla. He loved ideas, electricity, and birds. They gave him ideas as he watched them fly. They made electricity flow in his brain as he heard them flap and coo. Tesla, a lifelong bachelor believed pigeons to be better than the companionship of people, better than the companionship of women. This is why he surrounded himself with them and made them his company, and he, he hoped, to them. He fed them, talked to them, and tended to other needs as they arose. He had the acquaintanceship of, and care of, a very beautiful female pigeon. This pigeon he favored above all other pigeons. He had found her on a walk, hobbled with a broken wing, He brought her back to his hotel room. There he mended her wing. No expense was spared. He developed a mechanical device to aid in the healing of the wing, so that the bird may fly again. And the bird did fly again. She returned regularly. Visits from pigeons were the highlight of any of Tesla's days. He made inventions, but his true work was communing with the pigeons. While he was tending to the broken wing, he made studies of birds' wings. He kept a notebook where he jotted down everything he knew and was learning about birds and aerodynamics. Thus began an obsession with human-powered flight. If he could learn to fly, as the pigeons do, he would feel whole. He would feel at one with the pigeons. The other people at the hotel found Tesla to be a peculiar man. He seemed to speak mostly to pigeons. He went on walks every day to feed the pigeons. He fed the pigeons from his hotel window. He invited them to stay, as if his rooms were a pigeon hotel. There was a sign above the outside of his window which read, Welcome, pigeons. There was a persistent rumor that he was trying to develop a death ray. In fact, his work on the death ray had been set aside so that he could work with total immersion on human-powered flight. This was his true passion, beyond communing with the pigeons. The death ray was simply a passing fancy which he never called by that name. It was, in fact, a device for warming beverages, which had become too cool. 
a problem that often surfaced when ordering from hotel room service. He had also developed many other devices. One which received frequent use in his hotel room was a paper shredder. He used it to shred paper for the pigeons. Someone else, of course, within six months of Tesla's achievement, had developed and patented a paper shredder and got all the credit. This was the way with invention. Tesla was not overly concerned. He was a humble man. He was not driven by credit. He was interested only in the things which interested him. He viewed money as only a means to an end, something to pay for pigeon feed, paper, and fund his other projects. He sent a congratulatory postcard to the inventor of the paper shredder. He had never shown his to anyone. He had also never shown anyone his wings, a beautiful set of wings, the finest wings ever strapped to the back of a man. Late one night, he climbed to the top of the hotel, stood on the roof, surveyed the city below. On his back, he wore his carefully developed wings. Everything he knew about pigeon flight was incorporated into these wonderful new appendages. He spread them wide and gracefully dropped off the top of the building. And he flew. He flew through the night sky gracefully. Pigeons, which had been nesting on various parts of the building and nearby buildings, joined him in flight. He was one with the birds. This was his greatest invention. Though Tesla was not interested in a claim, he immediately contacted a patent lawyer. That patent lawyer climbed to the roof on a subsequent night and watched Tesla fly. The patent lawyer brought in business interests. They raised a substantial amount of funds for product testing, advertising, and marketing. Each of them was assured that this invention was the greatest invention in the history of man. That Tesla had succeeded where so many had failed, dating back hundreds of years, was a testament to his ingenuity. The advertising copy which was readied featured a silhouette of a man flying through the sky with wings, and the text read, Man will soar to new heights with Tesla's wings. A film was to be made for newsreels. Everyone was excited, particularly the people who lived in the hotel. Tesla had been on several successful flights. In the film, average people would put on wings, newly produced wings, a factory had put out hundreds of thousands of them in various sizes. There were some voices from the city planning department who cited concerns about mid-air collisions. There were warnings of commuter congestion in the skies, particularly around rush hour. There were many concerns from people whose job it was to generate many concerns. Tesla ignored it all. The camera running, a clear day, the street filled with onlookers. The first volunteer stood on the top of the building with wings attached. He looked toward the camera, then he dropped off the building. He plummeted to his death. There was a commotion below, screaming, caterwauling, pigeons flew away. Tesla held his hands to his ears. The sky remained clear. The investors were in a panic. Five minutes later, they blamed user error. The patent lawyer, confident, strapped on a set of wings. He dropped off the building and plummeted to his death. The crowd below renewed its cries of anguish. The era of human-powered flight had ended. Tesla became despondent. He brooded. He fell into a deep depression. He knew that his wings worked. He could not figure out what had gone wrong. Was it an error in production? The wings seemed fine. His original wings worked. And after the tragedies... He had privately used one of the mass-produced sets of wings, and they had also worked fine. It should have worked. He could not understand. If they worked for him, 
they should have worked for anyone. A product which only worked for him would severely limit the market for wings, as that is a very small market niche. Few pigeons flew to his window. He slept a great deal. As a result of the failure of his business, he had amassed huge debts. He was personally being held to blame for everything. One night, in darkness, he climbed to the roof. He stood there looking down at the city. He spread his arms, and he dropped from the top of the building, no wings attached. It was a suicide attempt. It did not work, because Nikola Tesla can fly. That story is from my book, Tragic Stories Disguised as Jokes. I recommend you go to davidraffin.com and buy books. They look nice on the shelf, and they protect you from being attacked by bears. This is true whether they are print or ebooks. There is also a free ebook sampler on the site and an audio recording live at the Royal Lounge, which was recorded live at the defunct Royal Lounge, which you can listen to for free or pay what you want. I am also available for readings. I am available for both children's parties and funerals. Do your children enjoy existential philosophy and theoretical physics? Then I am your logical choice. That's all at davidraffin.com. <laughs>